yeah there's that there's that thrill of like you know you're kind of out in the wild man and you're like especially when you're doing long hikes you're like deep you know 10 miles deep into a mountain like you know with nothing but whatever you have in your bag to survive it's pretty intense it's a pretty great feeling kind of just like having to having gone through that and like making it back to your car it's like it, it makes you appreciate everything once you come back like all the little stuff that you know that we take for granted on a day-to-day -day basis the life in motion podcast is brought to you by actual outdoors they help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation said simply they keep it real learn more at actualoutdoors.com this is a life in motion audio experience a podcast about travel action sports culture and more what's up and welcome to episode 106 of life in motion i've got rafael monroy with me who's a tech developer by day and nature junkie by night i'm excited to learn how he balances the two and how he uses outdoors as an outlet Rafael, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, yes, I'm excited. Um, you know, based off your uh, Instagram and whatnot, you kind of got an interesting kind of dual life in that in that regard. So I'm interested to uh, learn more about that. But before we get started, let's kind of start with uh, kind of the origin story. You know, where you grew up, how you got into the outdoors, um, kind of what led you down this path. Yeah, for sure. So I was actually born in Mexico, Michoacan, Uruapan. I was brought here when I was seven years old and was raised up in East LA, Boyle Heights area. So I went, to, okay. went to high school in Roosevelt. Uh, soon after, I went to Cal State LA to study public relations because I thought I wanted to do marketing. So after I graduated with my bachelor's, I you know got a job doing marketing. I was doing that for about four years. And something about the job, it became a little mundane. So I started kind of like reading up on, actually, no, I wanted to make an app. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I wanted to make an app. I had an idea because, I mean, you know, being Mexican, I love tacos. I had this crazy idea of like, you know what? There should be an app that kind of locates all the good taco locations. Uh. This is before, yeah, this is before like, like now everything's on Google and Yelp. But like four or five years ago, these like taco locations were like super hidden. You had to like know about them. And, you know, I knew there was a ton of them because as you're driving around, you can, you can see them everywhere in East LA, Boyle Heights area. And there was no way for me to, like, tell which ones are good without going to it first and then, you know, finding out myself. So I was like, you know, I would make this app and I'm going to let people kind of just aggregate all these, like, toggle locations and add them to the map and basically leave reviews on those. So I started looking into how to build that and I kind of just like fell in love with programming. I uh, like halfway through the app, I was probably like maybe three, four months into building it. This other guy I met through Instagram because I would I kind of I would kind of post my, you know, my developer story on Instagram. Like I created a whole new account, kind of just like documenting the process of me making this app from like not knowing how to code to like learning like basically basically building this app this guy uh, who was building a similar app reaches out to me he's like hey i have this i basically have the same idea but you know i'm not a developer so i have this team out in santa monica building out this uh taco application and his was called taco maps mine was called taco <laughs> places <laughs> so we got we, we got together uh, we came to an agreement and he's like you know what why don't i just like you know you can't work with me I give you equity in my company. He actually had like an LLC established, had developers on payroll. Like he had like an established kind of, you know, business. And me, it was just, it was just me and, you know, 
my laptop and like he's writing figuring out how to write code so that became a thing and then i was working with him for about six months working on the app uh but i was doing more of a marketing role so i had like a social media account for the for the like i had like a tiktok and an instagram for the application and it was going pretty good as far as like you know growing on it like on, on tiktok i think we got to like, like thirty-five thousand followers within like a month nice. on, on tiktok and on instagram we got to like two thousand and it was going pretty good, but then we ran into some issues. Uh, he kind of never really raised the money that he said he was going to raise because he ran into some, like, personal issues, you know, it, nothing crazy, but basically, like, kind of the project fizzled out. And soon after that, I was st- I still had my, you know, my marketing position, but on the side, I was doing this whole, like, taco map stuff. Um, but I, But as soon as we were done with that project, I knew that I couldn't go back to just doing marketing. I, I had to keep, you know, doing programming and stuff like that, so... I ended up getting a like a kind of an internship, like an unpaid, you know, uh, position at this other application that we were trying to do. Uh, kind of like weed maps. They were trying to do. They were trying to do weed maps, but with delivery. Like they were okay. trying to encompass kind of like Uber and weed maps into one company. Um, and then you know, so I was working with them for about six months, also unpaid. So I was balancing my marketing position and this new uh, position at this company. And about you know. Six months, the they realized it's kind of a silly mistake. The owner or whoever was in charge of like you know market research and figuring out everything. Once we developed the app and we were gonna submit it to both Google and Apple, they the apps got rejected because you couldn't really sell stuff. You can't. You couldn't. I think now you could. Maybe the, the rules changed, but before you couldn't sell like weed through their app store through their app platform. Oh yeah, yeah. So we spend all this time building this app, you know, <laughs> for like Android and Apple. And, you know, maybe some of us should have looked into it, but we were, you know, I was a developer. My focus was like building the app. Yeah. So so then, you know, we finally get the news. Hey, guys, you know, we're, we're, uh, we, we can't launch. So we, since we can't launch, we can't raise the money, can't raise the money. Because we were all expecting to get paid once we raise money. So everybody on the team was like, okay, cool. We know we'll work for free. And then once once the app launches, we raise capital, we all get paid. And we all, you know, be, this will be our job. Then. But that never happened. So, again, I was kind of like, man, this is kind of a bummer. But I, I didn't really mind too much because I was, I actually got to work with a full team this time and contribute code and kind of just learn the entire environment of what it takes to work with a, a, a like professional developer team. And after that, I was kind of like, all right, guys, like I, I kind of put it, I had met some people along the way, you know, in my progress of writing code. And I kind of put it out there. I was like, hey, you know, this happened with this one company I was at. I'm looking for, you know, another, like, you know, free, like, position. I didn't really care because I enjoyed it so much that I was like, I'm willing to work for free. You know, that's what it takes. And then luckily, somebody reached out. He's like, hey, this company or this agency is looking for a React Native developer, which is, you know, what we use to build both apps, the Taco Maps app and the and the one that for the weed one. Uh, he's like, yo, we need a React Native developer. He, he knew somebody that needed somebody. So he plugged me in. I sent him my resume. We chatted for like, I don't know, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Super cool dude. This guy, Sebastian, from uh, Bean LA. That's the name of the agency. Their agency here are, are here in LA. Uh, super awesome dude. He's like, hey, man, yeah, it looks like you know what you're doing. Why don't I give you a little task? And then if you can complete that, you know, we'll, we'll see how we'll, how we move forward. So he gave me a, a little small task on application that they were building. I completed it, no problem. And then soon after that, he's like, yeah, why don't you, you know, I'll give you like, you know, 30, 40 hours 
a week, whatever you can handle. And at the time I was kind of juggling both jobs still. I was still doing my marketing job and my and the developer <laughs> job. So I had two jobs for a while, which is pretty, I would wake up at six in the morning and then, you know, be done like at 10 at night. Wow. I was just working. Yeah. Um, and then after a while, cause I was, cause it wasn't a, it wasn't like a, it, it was a contract job, right? So it wasn't like a, this is my new job. It was just, they can't, they subcontracted me to build this app for them, for this agency. So I couldn't really leave my marketing position because right like i wasn't 100 percent sure where this was gonna go but once we finished the first app i was like hey man I'm, you know I'm, just so you know after this project i'm looking for more work if you have any like you know like what was the vibe he said yo man like you're you know you're a great developer we'll, we'll have to we'll love to have you on the team so there's no more like there was no more like app that we're gonna do that was like a one-time deal for them they're building an app but they they did a bunch of like web work and he's like if you're willing to work on web stuff and like web apps versus like you know iphone apps or android apps he's like oh, we're happy to have you so as soon as he told me that i went and told the guy i was working for at the, my marketing position i was like hey man uh i think you know this is my two weeks notice uh and after that i left you know for two weeks and then at, since then which was like this is probably like two years ago yeah like, yeah like two years ago about a year after i started i started learning how to write code i became a full-time developer and then been a developer ever since um yeah that's kind of how i got into the whole like tech side of things yeah and, that's that's crazy especially since you know obviously it was all kind of self um self-taught in that regard and you know obviously kind of people giving you a shot at you know what yeah, you're doing that's yeah. awesome definitely the the developer community is so strong they because they know it's such a hard thing to do that anybody that goes through it easily reaches out to somebody who's trying to do the same thing and like help out it's very similar to the hiking community i've i've seen a lot of similarities in both both communities uh you know when you're out hiking a tough trail somebody's having a hard time it's like you know very common for hikers to stop hey what do you need you need help you know how can i help you water electrolytes all that stuff so very very helping communities both of them uh the the hiking community i actually i actually got into nature about two years ago when the pandemic first hit okay right everything was closed nothing was open and it was my youngest son's birthday he was turning seven and um you know we're like hey why don't we go camping for you know your birthday we've never done that and everything else is closed so he's like yeah let's do it so we got i booked us a backpacking trip up to sequoia that was our first time we have gone hiking around la like you know eden canyon some of the smaller trails here griffith but never we've never gone to like like you know, actual like crazy forest, like Sequoia or Yosemite or something like that. We've never done that. So we went out to, to Sequoia and we just absolutely fell in love with it. And ever since then, we've been taking trips like every month or every other month. We go out to a national park or, you know, to somewhere dope like Big Sur or Sedona, kind of just like somewhere outdoorsy. And as a family, we do that. And after like, I think, I mean, I would go on those hikes, but a lot of those hikes are very like kind of easier hikes, you know, family kid friendly hikes, like one, two, three miles, um, you know, very easy to do, but with great views. Right. So I had never really done like a long hike. I always thought that was crazy. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> if it was over four miles, I would not like that's too much. I take my time five, taking the view, right? <laughs> yeah. Five, five miles max. And I thought I was crazy, but. Whenever I think I did my first five mile hike, I was so proud. I was like, "Oh man, I'm, I'm such a beast!" <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, I thought it was so crazy. And then you know, I started my Instagram account, my my social media accounts, the ones that you found about three months ago. I had all this kind of nature footage that I would always have because when I, I would go on trips, 
I would record, you know, trips and like my, you know, footage, videos. And I was like, well, you know, why don't I start uploading this content to TikTok? Like I saw a lot of, I would, cause I'm on TikTok, I would go and so just scroll. And actually I kind of ended up on like the nature talk side of things. Like, you know, all the nature videos, all the nature content. And I was like, man, I have a yeah. lot of this content. <laughs> I have a lot of this. And then I started kind of uploading my videos. At first, it was just my videos, uh, whatever I had recorded with a, with a cool like track in the bag, you know, maybe like nicely edited. So I, I have a lot of fun doing that. And then eventually, I kind of kind of uh, started showing my face on camera more because I kind of wanted to kind of just wanted to like give some feedback on my hiking experience, you know, to some like beginner hikers. And then through kind of doing that, I met some group, some group uh hikers like basically it's like these like hiking groups on instagram that kind of just like surfaced like about maybe two three years ago it looks like and a lot of them were like hey man why don't you come hike with us you know we hike we're hiking here hiking there and then through meeting some of those people i found out about uh hiking peaks like mountain peaks yeah which never really occurred to me before I never really thought about it but i did my first peak out here in uh i think san gabriel mountains uh which is super close to la and it was a very small peak it, uh, it's called strawberry peak and on there i met this group of uh hikers and they told me about you know basically all the peaks uh out here and the whole six packs of peaks challenge and i learned about mount whitney and just the entire world opened up for me and i was like wow i've never <laughs> it's so crazy to me this is okay i've been, I lived in la all my life you know or at least like 90 percent of it and i've never even thought about hiking up to those mountains that i see up in the background <laughs> but apparently you know there's this whole community of, of hikers on on instagram and that's what they do that's what their weekends look like and i was like you know what i think i'm gonna try this out and you know i kind of like set a path i was like i'm gonna I'm going to go on the longest hike that I know of. That's like probably the most beautiful, which was rim to rim. I was like, I'm going to train for that. So I started asking hikers, Yo, how can I hike? You know, where, how can I better prepare to hike rim to rim in one shot? Which is like 24 miles, 5,000 elevation gain, around 5,000, I think a little higher. And they said, hey, you know, you should, you should like climb this peak, this peak, this peak, and then that'll get you ready for that. So I kind of went on a mission about two months ago, ever since I hiked Strawberry Peak to find the, the biggest peaks or the longest peaks because, you know, 24 miles is long distance. So I did uh, Iron Mountain out here, which was the first big peak I did, which was, uh, it's like 16 miles, but it's a brutal hike. Probably one of the toughest hikes I've done uh, as far as like technicality wise, like you need a lot of technical skill to go up some of the steeper parts of the mountain versus like other hikes that you just kind of just walking for the most part. So I did Iron Mountain. They beat me up. After that, I did uh, San Gregonio, which is the tallest mountain here in SoCal. After that, I went to the Sierras to do Big Pine Lakes. And when I was doing these hikes to train for Rim to Rim Grand Canyon, I met somebody that had an open spot to hike Mount Whitney, which is, I'm sure you know, the tallest peak here in the continuous United States yeah minus alaska so you know he's like hey i have an extra spot you know are you, are you up for it i was like dude i'm more than up for it <laughs> so he's like cool like we well, you know what have you done like i want to make sure i want to take people that are that will actually you know have a good chance of somebody because i think only like one out of three people that attempt the mountain uh, succeed every year oh really so yeah um out of like thirty thousand people each year that attempted about about 10,000 actually summit. So I was like, yeah, man, I told him what I, you know, my plans were and what I've done. And he's like, yeah, I think, I think you'll be up ready for it. So, you know, the whole time I was doing these like mountains, I was kind of like, I had Whitney on my mind. Like, okay, cool. This is, this is Whitney training, Whitney training. And the day came finally about 
I think last weekend, not this weekend, they just passed. Last weekend, they finally came and we went up the mountain, man. We, the three of us, we all summited. It was a beautiful hike. Uh, it was tough up there. Once, cause I, San Gregonio here in SoCal goes up to 11,500 feet and Mount Whitney goes to 14,500 feet. Those are 3,000 foot difference in elevation. <laughs> So once we got up to the 12,000 point, oh man, I started getting headaches and I was like, I was kind of worried because, you know, of AMS, uh, potential brain damage from not enough oxygen to the brain. So I was pretty worried, but I, you know, one of the guys that was there with us, he had already done with me. So he said, you know what, just let's just take a, we got to the first like break point, which is trail camp. It's actually the last place where you can like refill your water. So we got there, we took a break, and I was like, hey, I'm going to have a little headache. What do you think? He's like, he's like, he's like drink some water, some electrolytes, eat a snack, chill here for like 20, 30 minutes and see how you feel. So yeah, we hung out for like 20 minutes, and I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm fine. I feel good. Like My headache went away. So he's like, right on. And then that's right before you hit the 99 switchbacks. And it's crazy. It's actually 90, it's 99 switchbacks. And that's when you get, when you probably gain the most elevation. And you're just going up like, you know, <laughs> what it is, like 99 switchbacks, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So I was like, cool, man. So we took in the 99. And once we got to the top, I was fine the whole way. And then once we got to the top of the 99, you're at, you're like at 13,500 feet up, up there. And once we got up there, we started, you kind of go along the ridge of the, of the, of the Whitney Mountain. And the whole time you're hiking at 13,000 elevation, right? You go up and down, up and down, but like you're above 13 the whole time. Like in the, in the first, like, quarter mile of that i got some crazy elevation sickness again i was like oh man i think like i was like kind of considering turning back so i was like my headache's strong right now and feeling kind of dizzy so i was like hey you know i told the same guy i was like hey man i think i'm just gonna hang out right here for a while like you know kind of similar to what we did down there i'm just gonna hang out give my body a time to acclimate because you know going up 99 is a pretty crazy change yeah oh, sorry about that so once we got to the once we got to that point he's like He's like, you know what? I'm going to wait with you just to make sure you're fine. And yeah, I waited for like 30 minutes and then not probably less, like 15 minutes. And then I, I was eating, drinking water and I ate some more snacks, electrolytes, some sodium stuff. And then my headache, it didn't completely go away, but it went down like drastically where it was kind of mild. And I was like, okay, cool. I feel, I feel fine. And then we just pushed through, man, pushed through all the way to the summit. Uh, You know, once we got to the summit, it was such an incredible experience after having gone through that you know if i was turning back such a great feeling uh you know to pick yourself up there it was for me it was such a big accomplishment because i had just barely started you know doing mountain peaks (laughs) and it was kind of like i was like oh man it's pretty wild i can't believe i did this and then yeah we came back down the mountain also experienced some elevation sickness on the way back down but nothing you know nothing crazy and yeah i was pretty pretty pumped that I, i completed that and i was I was originally planning on kind of just being done. I was like, yeah, I think I'm done with, with mountain peaks. <laughs> <laughs> after Whitney, you know, like, especially on the way down, after a long trek, you're like, you know, your feet are just killing you. And you're like, oh, man, why did I do this? <laughs> why? <laughs> right? Like, who's like, nobody's forcing me to do this. This is like voluntary. <laughs> I came out here on my own. So, you know, like, on the way back, your feet are just killing you. You're just trying to get back to the car. You're hungry. I miss my family. But... Like the next day, I wake up and I'm like, okay, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> what's the next big one? What's the next big one? And I remember I had set out to do rim to rim, which I haven't done still, but it's getting too hot right now, especially out in the, in the Grand Canyon. It's like, like it gets extremely hot, like 110 degrees down in the canyon. So I was like, I'm going to save that for fall. So that's my next big one that I'm planning, or the next long one is do Grand Canyon, North Rim to South Rim, 
one shot, 24 miles. Uh, and that's the next big one. And then another one that I'm going to do right before that is called Cactus to Clouds, which is actually, it's the elevation gain on that is like 10,500 or 10,700. It's insane how much you basically go up the entire mountain. And it's the, it's the trail with the most elevation gain out of anywhere in the whole country. Really? Yeah. It's called Skyline Trails, Cactus to Clouds. And they call it Cactus to Clouds because you start in the desert at sea level and then you literally climb the entire mountain, which is San Jacinto Peak. And the mountain the mountain elevation is like 10,800 and you literally gain the whole thing. <laughs> so it's, it's a wild hike, uh, you know. So that's, I'm going to do that one before I do Rim to Rim. And uh, in between that, I'm, I think I'm just taking a little break from doing like crazy, crazy hikes like that. I used to kind of hang out in summer, you know, so go to the beach, you know, hang, hang with my boys, uh, my yeah. wife, go out. We haven't, we haven't really gone out. Like, you know, on the weekends, we used to go out, you know, have drinks, have a couple of drinks. But ever since we started doing this, like, you know, kind of peak chasing, we kind of like <laughs> stopped doing all that. We just been like... Every Saturday for us is like wake up at one, two in the morning, Sunday, one, two in the morning and go hike, <laughs> which is fun, you know, but I think after Whitney, okay, cool. Now I can use a little break. And we took our, like a little vacation to Sedona this past weekend, which was okay. fun. You know, I just did a bunch of little hikes with the kids, uh, amazing views out there. Like it's, it's, it's incredible how, like how the le- different, the landscape is over there with, with the red rocks compared to, you know, the mountains here, the Sierras, uh, it's just, it's insane. So completely loved it. That's awesome. And it sounds, I mean, you're, you're clearly, uh, addicted, shall I say, uh, to, to yeah. that, which is, which is awesome. And not even, you know, doing it that long. What is it? Is there something about like, to your point, you know, you, you finish the, the first summit and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do this? And this is dumb. And then the next morning, you're like, oh, wait a minute, what's the next one? Like, what is it about it that like, I guess, keeps you going in that sense? I, I, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. <laughs> There's something about the thrill about it, you know, because I mean, hiking for the most part, it's a, you know, if you, if you train properly and, and, and prepare well and take all the supplies, like hiking is a pretty safe, like, you know, I don't know if it's a sport, but you know, it's a pretty fun hobby, pretty safe thing to do, right? You're just walking for the most part. You're, yeah. You're just walking out of nature. There are those like edge cases where like, you know, a bear might appear, but even then bear attacks are like extremely rare or mountain lions attacks, which are also extremely rare, but they happen, you know, or like some crazy, you know, accident that could happen out there. But like, for the most part, it's a pretty safe hobby to do. But although it is safe, there is that, you know, that, you know, 1% chance that something could go wrong. Yeah. There's that, there's that thrill of like, you know, you're kind of out in the wild, man. And you're like, especially when you're doing long hikes, you're like deep you know, 10 miles deep into a mountain, like, you know, with nothing but whatever you have on your bag to survive. It's pretty intense. It's a pretty great feeling kind of just like having to having gone through that and like making it back to your car. It's like it, it makes you appreciate everything once you come back, like all the little stuff that, you know, that we take for granted on a day to day basis, you know your your car your your, your couch <laughs> like <laughs> you know because you know like you like you see it there and it's there all the time and you know you we go from comfort to comfort to comfort right we go out you know we go to the movies or we go get a restaurant or we go get drinks like you know it's, it's all comfortable stuff and you know there's not much danger in that other than the drive you know obviously there's always danger in driving but for the most part right it's pretty safe pretty yeah. safe lifestyle that that we live here in the city so 
you know, getting out into the mountains and, and you know, being in, you know, some danger and, you know, your feet killing you and, you know, eating like some like little, I don't know, crappy little snacks, right? Like, you know, it doesn't matter how good they are. Like, it doesn't compare to an actual warm meal, right? And then just coming back and you just appreciate everything so much more. Um, I really noticed that when I go on these, on these like long hikes on the four that I've been so far, I like literally I cannot stop thinking about my family the whole time. Like I'm just like, I can't wait to get back home to them, which is a that's crazy a, feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's really, really interesting to I me. Mean, I've, I've spoke to, you know, other hikers and through hikers and stuff before. And it's always kind of the answer is, uh, you know, freedom, getting outside all on and on. But I like, uh, I like your kind of perspective. It makes you appreciate everything once you are back home, even that yeah. much more. Plus you get all that other stuff with it as well. So that's, that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of, one of the things that I, I love about it that I, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get back out there and like, you know, struggle a little bit. Like, you know, it's, yeah. It's, like I said, it's, we, we live such comfortable lives that a little bit of struggle does you good once in a while. Yeah. No, yeah. It kind of, kind of brings you back to, to reality almost in that sense. So, <laughs> so one question, you know, obviously being, um, you know, your, your job is to sit in front of a computer all day and code and build websites and apps and all that stuff, like you mentioned. And then obviously the complete opposite end of that spectrum is going yeah. out hiking and doing everything like that. Have you found like those two kind of extremes, like sort of balance each other out in that oh, way? Because yes. obviously you have a passion for coding and developing and that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, it's a perfect balance. I feel like the perfect balance because after a you know, crazy weekend of hiking, uh, you know, all I want to do is be home and I work yeah. from home. So, you know, come Monday, um, in the comfort of my home, my, my kids are here with me because they're in summer school right now. Or even when they're not, like I see them in the morning and I see them come back. Like I'm here all day with them. So it's nice just being home and like, you know, not having to drive anywhere to go to work. And also an, a, a huge thing that I feel like that kind of fuels my, you know, my weekend uh, trips and kind of just like even hikes is the fact that during the week, I'm actually, you know, having a great time doing what I do. Mm -hmm. So when like, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not like kind of dreading my everyday job. Kind of, I'm like, I really enjoy what I do. So Monday through Friday is fun. Like, right. Like I have fun doing what I do. And then once I get to the weekend, I'm like, you know, just fueled with energy. Like I just want to get outside and like, cause I've been indoors all week. Right. Yeah. I'm just like ready. To, I'm ready to get outside. I'm ready to go out there and explore. Uh, so it kind of fuels that, that, that weekend activity. And then, you know, once I'm done with the weekend, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go indoors again. And kind of just like, <laughs> you know, and like, it's a different struggle, right? Like, like developing, you know, it's, it's pretty tough. It's a different struggle, but it's like a mental, it's a mental struggle. It's like, you know, going, like figuring bugs out and, you know, coming up with clever ways to develop something. So, yeah. it's, you know, I, I don't know if you can see, I, I, I like to struggle. I like, I like a little bit of a challenge in my life. Well, yeah, you like the, the mental challenge of the developing and then the kind of the physical. And of course, there's mental challenge, too, with the hiking. But, you know, it kind of, it's a, seems like a, a perfect balance for you. And, you know, you seem to make it work well, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great to also... You know, it helps that the company I work for is very, very outdoorsy too. A few of them actually kind of go on hikes too, and they kind of understand some of them rock climb. So they kind of like, you know, it's very easy to kind of relate with them. And it was, it was pretty wild. Like when the the weekend, the weekend I left to do Mount Whitney, I um, I had told them like, like weeks before, I was like, hey guys, I'm I'm planning to do Mount Whitney, and they're like, yeah, man, good luck, all that stuff. 
And then that Saturday, I woke up to go to Whitney, uh, and I was driving up the mountain. I get a Slack notification, and I'm like, man, they, they know I'm traveling. Like, why? I thought I thought something went wrong at work, right? I was like, this is crazy. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do anything, and I'm on the road. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to have Wi-Fi for, like, yeah. a few, few days, a couple of days. So then I, I opened up my Slack notification, and it's like, you know, it's like one of the owners of the, of, of, of the startup. He's like, hey, guys, this this chair Raphael on. I see climbs through Mount Whitney and then he shared a link of the Wikipedia like saying oh this is the tallest mountain and like everybody's kind of just like yeah Rafael get it like good luck man good luck out there that's and it was awesome like, yeah it was one of the best feelings and then what the guy you know this other guy that I the guy that I used to work for he did the same thing you know even though like I, I don't really work full-time for his company anymore he we have like a little like iMessage group going and he did the same thing kind of like hey guys Rafael's taking a Mount Whitney today so some luck and I was like, this is freaking wild. I've never, never in my life have I gotten this type of support for any activity that I do, you know, other than my family. My family is always, you know, behind me. But yeah. like coworkers and like ex-colleagues and like all that stuff is like, it was insane. Uh, I was like, man, this is, I'm definitely in the right like uh, field for my career. And I'm, you know, I'm definitely in the right hobby. So like, yeah. it's, it's, pre it's pretty great all around. That's awesome. Yeah, people uh, don't usually get to experience that kind of support um, in that situation. You know, you get the family and friends, but outside of that, it doesn't. You don't always get it. That's yeah, so that's cool yeah. That you have it. It was so wild. I was like, this. I was blown away. I was like, man, it, uh, the whole hike. I was kind of like, this is, this is for everybody. It's for everybody. Just showing me support. You know, and also like Instagram. A lot of the you know, a lot of I've been a lot of hikers through Instagram, and I got a lot of messages from friends that I've met and also from just followers that kind of reached out like, hey, man, good luck in Whitney. I've done it. It's a struggle, but you got it. Like, you know, kind of giving me tips, all that stuff. I was like, man, this is the support from these both, you know, uh, kind of like developers and hikers is, is intense. Like, I love it. Yeah, yeah. One one big uh, community there, which is which is awesome. And it's it's definitely interesting to kind of hear, hear in the past but between those two uh uh, lifestyles, if you will, and how you kind of made them work. So to kind of to that point, you know, what, you know, what piece of advice would you have for, um, for our listeners kind of that are looking to kind of create that balance and sort of find that community that you found, you know, kind of with your professional and, and kind of personal, you know, hobby in that sense? Yeah, so I think, I think the most important thing to do, like, especially for a career, if you know, they're trying to find a career that they enjoy and, you know, want to find support in, is find something that you're curious about and just let your curiosity just run and just run and follow that to wherever it leads you. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something you're like, you know, you love or like you have passion for at first, right? Kind of just like, what are you curious about? What is it that you want to learn about? What, you know, and then you start learning about that thing. And then you start, you know, learning more and more and more. And then you start figuring out how to do things with it. And then next thing you know, you end up, you know, doing that thing for you getting paid to do that thing. And then now your Monday to Friday is amazing, right? Yeah. And as far as as far as hobbies, um, it's, you kind of hobbies is a weird one because you know it's like I kind of found nature by kind of kind of by accident just by taking my son out there and kind of was like, hey, you know, we should kinda we should go to Sequoia and see what that's like. And then we just fell in love with it. Our entire family was like, this is amazing. We can't wait to come back out. So for hobbies, I would just say, like, just try stuff, you know? I tried a few things. Like, I have a guitar here that I bought, and I tried playing guitar. I have a keyboard that I bought. 
I, you know, I even tried podcasting, uh, digital, like, like, a di- uh, digital design, like graphic design, like, you know, all sorts of stuff, like working out. I, I, I even, I still work out, but, you know, I've, I've tried a lot of different stuff, uh, and I, I didn't just, like, find it right away. So I think it's important for people to just try new things, you know, even, even if you don't even know, if you, like, who knows if you're going to like it, like, uh, the making music, for example, I, you know, I bought like some music recording stuff, some software and I tried making beats and I didn't like it. I was like, ah, whatever, this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you don't really know until you try stuff. So I say, you know, exactly. ma- make a list of like, you know, five things that you think that you'll like, you know, you don't have to do them all at once, you know, maybe spend like a month doing each and see how you like it. And then after those five things, you're like, okay, which one did I like? What did I like about it? What didn't I like? Kind of do like a self audit on those like hobbies that you attempted. And then I'm sure, you know, maybe the first five, you won't find anything, but maybe the next five you will. Like it's all about keep trying and experiencing things. And then once you, once you get that thing, you'll know, you'll know that's the thing that you want to keep doing. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the curiosity kind of aspect definitely works with both of those as well. You know, if you, yeah, you don't know what you, what you don't know. So, you know, try it, see if, you you catch on to it and if you enjoy it more and if not we'll try the next thing i mean there's nothing there's nothing wrong yeah. with that because that's the way you get more more experiences and and you know kind of what's what at that point yeah 100 percent. that's awesome well where can where can people find you online um you know your tiktok instagram all that good stuff to kind of see see what you're up to um and as uh, you're getting ready for uh, your next adventures that you mentioned earlier yeah so on instagram and tiktok is both nature junkie vibes just like that um how spelled how it sounds <laughs> and yeah you know i try to post like at least once a day on each platform but sometimes you know work gets a little crazy and i don't but for the most part i i, I post a few times a week i i always make a you know a little film of my adventure of the weekend and post it up so always lots of fun having new followers and I actually meet a lot of the people that follow me uh, at some point, you know, because they want to hang out. They want to go on a hike. You know, they want to do a picnic, go to the beach. So, so feel free to follow, you know, happy to have new followers on there and engage with you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely, uh, definitely check them out and see see what uh, the next adventure is up to. And and as a uh kind of as, as you mentioned this whole time you know it seems like all of your opportunities have come from some kind of social media connection that you've met in real life and all these different opportunities so definitely reach yeah. out see what he's up to um but until then uh you know i hope you uh the, the training for the for the next couple of adventures is uh goes smoothly and uh those go off without a hitch but i really appreciate you coming on and uh we'll talk later yeah man thanks for having me thanks for listening And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.